Hey guys, welcome to the Purpose Creative Podcast, where we talk about balancing soft life, the realities of entrepreneurship and faith, all with God. This child, it is ghetto in these streets. My name is Zipporah, and I'm excited to have you join me today. So let's get into today's episode. Hey guys, I know it has been a minute, but I am glad to be back with another episode before the year is over. I told myself that I am going to make sure I get an episode out before this year ends because I do want us to end on a good note, a strong note. I feel like this episode is going to be a much needed episode. It may not be what you expect, but it's going to be a really good episode to end the year. I may possibly come out with another episode like in the first week of January, or, you know, if the Lord puts it on my heart to just do like a bonus episode in between, I will do that. But we have the year coming to an end soon. So I wanted to make sure that, you know, I came in and just shared some thoughts before the year ends, because, you know, I feel like some amazing things are coming, especially for female entrepreneurs in 2024. And a big part of that is just going to be based on how we dealt with 2023. So these past few months, honestly, for myself, have been a lot of learning and growing in my faith. (laughs) And it's been a lot of just me keeping to myself, honestly, keeping myself in a bubble and just really putting my head down and just like learning, doing a lot of learning and growing, stretching so much and really stretching till no end. (laughs) But we know there's always a reason for stretching. And today's episode is a big part of that. And so if you're someone who feels like times feel uncertain right now, or you're in unfamiliar territory in your life or your business, or your life is kicking your butt right now, then this episode is especially for you. But I truly feel no matter what state you are in your life right now, if you're in a really positive place, like this can apply to any and everyone. So let's get into it. So God has been challenging me a lot with how I respond to uncertainty or what feels like chaos in life. And I'll be honest, there is room for improvement. (laughs) My go-to for just uncertainty or chaos or twists and turns in life, I'll be honest, is like mindless scrolling sometimes. I mean, it's definitely prayer, like going to God in prayer, but it also includes like mindless scrolling, binge eating, or just getting as many sweets as I can find, work addiction, trying to strategize my way out of situations. Like I put my head to the ground and I don't let my head back up until I'm out of the situation. And it almost feels like I'm guilty for daring to smile during these times because then I feel like I'm minimizing the situation. Let me know if you guys know what I'm talking about. Like let me know, like, does this does this sound familiar? Can you relate? Because the truth of the matter is, and this is really what the foundation of what God has been showing me, is that we can thrive in chaos. And that still does not minimize the severity of it. Whew. I'm taking a deep breath because God had to walk me through this one. Because it sounds good on paper, but in reality, it doesn't sound realistic. <laughs> so we're going to walk through this today in the podcast and just talking about how we can really just thrive in life 
irregardless of what is going on. And this is not minimizing the severity of what it is going on, but it's also showing how we trust and live with what God says. So I've been studying Ecclesiastics for a little while. I was studying that chapter because I never really dived into the fullness of Ecclesiastes. I would always focus on that first chapter, which I love, you know, a time for everything. But I, as I began to like dive into studying Ecclesiastes, and honestly, this did not all come together until recently. But what I discovered is that in this chapter, Solomon is talking about how he's had everything. He's had success, wisdom, relationships, power, money, etc. all of that. And at the end of the chapter, he comes to the conclusion that the most important thing in life is the fear of God and to keep his commandments. And I'll be honest, y'all, I had to sit with that for a while. <laughs> I really had to sit with that for a while and really try to understand what that means. And also to believe that this um, King Solomon, that what he was talking about was true because he has experienced it all. And as I said, I had to really sit with that for a while and see like, what does that mean? Like, what does that really mean? What does that really look like? Because honestly, life sometimes feels like just putting out fires and enjoying the in-between until the next fire comes. Like this exhausting cycle that honestly never ends. Like we think once we put out a fire, we're good. Even though we know like in the past that situations are always gonna come. But we think that once we put out a fire, we're good until the next one inevitably comes. And then we're in this cycle of chasing good moments or getting trying to get back to the good moments, like this constant cycle of just trying to chase and get back to those little moments that we felt were really good. It's like, oh, I just need to find, figure out how to get back to that. It's an exhausting cycle and one that I don't believe we're called to live. I believe that life is not about living in the good moments, but living in the fullness of each day with God. It's about retraining. And that that doesn't happen overnight. Like this is something that we have to retrain ourselves to do because we have to understand that life is lived in the roller coaster. This is what this is where life this is life. Life is this roller coaster. And that there are so many things that we miss out on when we don't allow ourselves to fully live because we're too busy trying to put out fires or we're too busy trying to figure out situations that, like I said, like I never want to minimize anybody's situation because it's real and <laughs> our situations affect us. Our situations, you know, they do something to us, to our mind, to our spirits, those things but also understanding that situations and chaos and all these things are never going to end. And I know that sounds depressing, but y'all just keep following along with me <laughs> because really the point of this is that there is beauty in the chaos and like trying to find those things. So this helped me understand Paul a little bit more in Philippians 4, 11 through 13, when he says, I'm not saying this because I am in need, before I have learned to be content, whatever the circumstances. I know what it is to be in need and know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength or through him who gives me strength. 
Now, I've always heard this verse and just thought it meant to find the blessings in life right now. So in, I guess you could say, the midst of chaos, just to find, you know, just be, you know, I'm thankful for my family. I'm thankful that I have food on the table, just counting our blessings. And that is true. Like that is a big part of contentment. And that is a big part of how we find contentment in circumstances. But we're also meant to thrive in these situations. Paul says, I can do all things through him who gives me strength. This is not just a settling type of situation. This is a, there is more type of situation. There's more to life in these times. And in these times, I can do all things through him who gives me strength. That there is more possible, that I can do things in the midst of chaos, that life, there is more life to be lived in chaos, and that this chaos is not the end. This chaos is not a stopping point to thriving. This chaos means nothing in the grand scheme of what is possible and what God can do. So, not to let ourselves be just succumb to our circumstances, but to you know, be acknowledge our circumstances. Like we're not meant to just be, you know, like oblivious and just be like, oh, you know, this is not happening. We acknowledge our circumstances, but we also acknowledge that we can do all things through him who gives us strength in the midst of whatever situation that we're in and that we can thrive in whatever situation that we're in. And it's okay to smile. It's okay to be positive. It's okay to have happy moments in the midst of, chaos in the midst of uncertainty. And that doesn't mean that you're a negative person. It doesn't mean you're a bad person because you find joy in the midst. And people may not understand it. People around you may not understand it because you know people expect you to just be sad because that's what we're expected to do. I want to say that, but I also want to transition into this because y'all know I'm all about practicality on this podcast and not just about talking, but finding ways or things that we can take away from this podcast after the fact. But I also wanted to say that in these times, pay attention to these crazy times in life because it's always showing you something. Now, I truly believe that there is and there can be beauty in the midst of chaos so in these seasons where you find yourself more so in that roller coaster, these are just some practical things to do or to think about in that time. So in the midst of this situation that you may be going through, first, don't react too fast. Don't be too impulsive in in the situation, in your solutions, or however you feel like you want to solve that situation. Because I understand like in these times, we just want to solve this problem and solve it quick. But I have learned that anytime I have ever done that, it has led to not the best results and regrets and things that I'm like, man, I should not have done that. So don't react fast. Don't panic. But instead, take a minute to pause And this is what I encourage you to do is spend a day where you can get out and really just journal down just like all your thoughts, just journal down everything. And then I also want you to evaluate your situation from a different lens. So my background is in photography. So I like to view things sometimes in like in photography terms, but like depending on the lens that you use will give you a different view of the scene. Still the same scene, but you get a different view of 
what is happening in the picture. And you get either more clues of what's happening in the picture or less, but it gives you a different perspective. So I want you to evaluate the situation from a different lens. And these are some things that you may want to think about or write down as you're doing your evaluation. But what has this curveball opened up for you? So for instance, maybe you have lost a job and that has opened up for you more time. And in that more time, maybe there's something that you could be doing specifically in that time, something that you've been wanting to do because you didn't have time. Like I know and understand that you wanna spend all your time just trying to find a new job, but that's just not realistic. You also need to live. So think about maybe, like I said, what this curveball has opened up for you. So as I said, maybe you've lost your job. So now you have more time in your day to do. There's maybe certain things that you've been wanting to do. More time to spend time with God. Maybe financially you're in a situation where maybe you have to like move back home or, you know, get another roommate or do something. And that has given you then more money now in the situation. So what can you do with that? that more money that you have or that you're going to have because of the transition that you're in to make have to make or maybe the situation has led you to seek out more help and that has built helping that is helping you build more relationships and that is helping you reach out to people more and be more in community or maybe the situation is opening up for you a different sort of compassion and that is leading you towards maybe a different road in life that you maybe want to help people more now because you've been in the situation, whatever it may be, think about what this curveball has opened up for you. Focus on those things. See how you can celebrate those things. See how you can thrive or take advantage of those situations in the meantime while you know you're going through whatever you're going through. But think about the things that you have gained because of what you have lost. And I know that sounds like contradiction or like the opposite, like what? But think about what you have possibly gained through what you have lost. Like really think about it, like deep down, like think about what you may have gained because of what you have lost. And also think about if you had kept going the way you were going in whatever the situation was, what would that have looked like for you in your life? If you, whatever may have wrench may have been thrown at you, what would your life have looked like had you kept going in that direction? And I know there's more, there's some more extreme circumstances. So, you know, I never want to minimize any type of situation, but think about the situation and what it could have looked like if you had kept going in in that way, in that direction. And Was that really the direction that you saw for your life or that you wanted to go in or that you felt was most feasible? And if the answer is yes, maybe pray to God and ask him if that was the direction that he wanted you you to go. So really the end of the day is really just pray and talk to God about all these things as you're evaluating like the situation. And then the last thing I wanted to say is find joy. Allow yourself to find joy, to smile, to see life as an adventure with God. Thinking about your situation every day, every minute is not going to solve your situation. And it doesn't allow room for God to step in. So in the meantime, in between the times where you're actually, you know, working towards something, find joy 
that is outside of your coping mechanism. So as I mentioned before, like, you know, one of my coping mechanisms is like desserts. I love any and every desserts. And so, you know, that's not a bad thing per se, but like find something that is not a coping mechanism. So like I said, mindless scrolling, overeating, overworking, all these things are coping mechanisms. And these are not necessarily joy things. They may, you know, I don't know, you may enjoy them in the moment, but like, I'm talking about like real joy, like find hobbies. Like I had to realize that I didn't even have any hobbies. I'm like, my hobby is another side hustle or another thing. Like, and it's like, what, what is that life? Like what, that is not living. So actually find a hobby, find something that you can do and enjoy outside of your work and outside of coping mechanisms, try to incorporate that more into your life. Because as I mentioned before, life is meant to be lived in the roller coaster, in the chaotic moments, in the uncertain moments. Life is still meant to be lived and there's still joy to be found in that. I hope you found this episode helpful. I just want to leave you with these two verses. And I also encourage you to read the full chapter of Philippians 4. It's a really, really great chapter, especially in this time to read. So read through the full chapter of Philippians 4 and also Ecclesiastes. Read the book of Ecclesiastes. It's really, really, it was really, really good. But I'm just going to leave you with these two verses. Romans 8.28 is, and we know that for those who love God, all things work together for the good for those who are called according to his purpose. And Psalms 46, one through three, God is our refuge and strength and ever present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. Though the earth give away and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging. Happy New Year, y'all. I will see you in the new year.